Welcome back to episode 45 of Built for Better. Today I've got Beck Watt in with me. I'm really excited about this chat, uh, but before we get into it, let's roll the intro. I'm sick of us not doing this right, that's why I think I'm cutting you from my life. No more. I'm sick of us not doing this right, that's why I think I'm cutting you from my life. No more wasted energy spinning a pace for every hour of waste. I need an escape to center me. And I don't mean to make a rush for the door, but time's a currency. I'm currently poor. I'll be leaving it soon. I don't mean to be rude, but this scene ain't for me. Like your mom's seeing your news. Beck, thanks for jumping on. Thanks for having me. Um, before we get into it, I just want to say I love what you're doing and uh, appreciate you taking time out of your day to do this. Thank you. Thanks for having me. No worries. Before we talk about like your project that you're on now and stuff let's just jump back really quick give us like a brief overview of what your upbringing was like yep um so i lived in lake Angelico, was raised there until um well year six and then um my parents separated so i went to boarding school um how was that ah uh, um it had its good moments and it had it, it had its challenging moments. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, experienced a, a fair bit of bullying through there, so um, it was a bit rough at times. But um, but yeah, it, it, it was what it was. So yeah. What um, what is it about bullying? Do you think that like why does it happen? Like I've seen a lot of it happen when I was at school too, for sure. Hmm. Thankfully for me, like I wasn't on the receiving end of it too badly. Yeah, yeah. But I've seen some people that were on the receiving end of it and it didn't look very pleasant. No, and it's not. And it, it makes, you know, each day really unpleasant to, to get up and, and have to deal with that and try and, you know, go to school to learn. Um, not a lot of that goes on. It's, it's more you go into survival mode, I think, depending on the, um, the severity of it. And so. how old were you at this point? Um, so I was only 12. Um, That's kind sorry, of a pretty critical time yeah. too, yeah. Yeah, no, I was I was 11. I didn't turn 12 till the June, so I was quite young um, for, for my year. So, and did you yeah. go for year seven? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, and did this go the whole way through your school years or? No, so this sort of, uh, that pulled up in year eight. Um, my mum pulled me out of there and um, I jumped around to about four or five different high schools, um, public schools, private schools, um, you name it. I've sort of <laughs> had a bit of experience with it all, but um, I ended up landing in condo in 99 um, and chose to go back. Because I was so young, I um, did year 11 again. So that um, was a completely different experience for completely, you know, different reasons. If you didn't redo that, you would have finished school before you turned 18. That's right. Yeah, it's far too young. It's really young, yeah. Yeah, so I would have been 17 in the June. So, um, and whether that was a struggle for me as well, um, you know, not being, you know, as old as what everyone else was in my year. um, Yeah, I think it definitely, it definitely played a part. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and why do you think that, like, what do you think it is about someone that makes them feel, I guess, I guess like you see it now, like it's bullying back there, kids probably do it to their face, but it, I guess it's no different to what, like, I guess we as adults do when we're saying stuff behind people's backs. Like, what's the, why do we do that? I think when we're children, um, it 
has a lot to do with the own, you know, our own environment, you know, yeah. where we're where we're growing up, who our influences um, are, and I think that carries on through to high school as well, um, and also, you know, what the child's um, their parents, what what their values are as people, because I think that plays a critical part in yeah. the sort of you know child that you're raising. So, um, and possibly you know their their own insecurities yeah. about themselves, I think can play a part. But trying to understand this, this is it's it's a massive one. Yeah, and still we're twenty twenty one and we're still. I mean, the sad yeah, fact yeah. is, like, probably never going to beat it. It's always going to be there. Yeah. It's just the education, so people are better equipped to... 100% to, yeah. to cope with it and, and build resilience, you know, in our kids and hope to God that they're never the bully. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. So, yeah. I think, like, that's what I love about being in a small town somewhat. Like, is your parents here pretty quick when you're doing the wrong yeah. thing, don't they? <laughs> yeah. That is a beautiful thing about a small community. It's yeah, yeah. Everyone knows pretty quickly, don't they? <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I'd get home and Dad'd find stuff out <laughs> before I was even home. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And after um, high school, um, were your yeah. older years? Did you really enjoy that? No, when you went well, back? I, I left there when I was. Oh, Did you say you went back 13. for year eleven? No. Came to condo. Sorry, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, came to condo. Um, and year 11 and year 12 11. in condo. Yeah, and that and was... And did you love condo? Loved it. Yeah. It was brilliant. It was... Um, I don't know how to explain it. I've never... Like, my, my early days, that they were tough. Um, until I, you know, I developed quite a good friendship um, with a girl here and um, lived with their family and have for you know we're going on 21 years i've been a part of part of their family and that just um oh sorry that um that just changed the game for me yeah. it's just an introduction to you know how life's meant to be how families are meant to be and um not saying that mine mine wasn't they did the best they could at that time and i i understand that i i you know but um yeah, no, my, my time in condo has, been, has yeah. been amazing. Yeah, I love our little community. It's it's fantastic. So. Yeah. And um, did you go straight into uni? No, so I um, took a year off after year 12 um, and worked at one of our local childcare centres here. Um, did that for 12 months. I, I knew I always wanted to help people I just wasn't sure in what um like what that looked like yet so did 12 months and um you realized it wasn't with kids or <laughs> <laughs> <said> it wasn't <laughs> love them but yeah no, that, that definitely wasn't the career for me so um yeah so the year after um I went to TAFE in Bathurst and did a year there um and then finished off my diploma in Orange um, so I came out of there with a diploma in welfare, which then um, led me to Coffs Harbour. So I went up there and I think I was there for maybe a semester um, at uni up there. Um, and I just, I was just in a, not a great headspace, I think. And I think I just needed to come home. So I um, 
came home and studied externally and finished my degree um, while I worked here and yeah did a bit of both so how was that doing it external would have been yeah, quite it was difficult pretty solid. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, um, it took a lot of um just being consistent with it yeah you know um, it wasn't even motivation it was just this is what we're doing get up yeah. if you want to move towards you know where you're trying to get to it's going to have to follow through with this so so yeah. that's what i had to do and so i did that <laughs> yeah and um and while I was still studying, um, a job for a drug and alcohol counsellor came up at the hospital. Yeah. So I thought, I'll just throw it out there and apply and, and see what happens. And um, yeah, so that's where it all began. Yeah, right. Up in Condo Hospital. So, yeah. <coughs> and how many years did you do that for? Um, so I was in the DNA role for 18 months. And then another job came up for a generalist counsellor, which was more of what I was looking for yeah um not just that specialized area um so yeah I um was in that role for seven years so it sort of was counseling and health promotion as well so it was a nice um nice mix yeah so yeah and a family in amongst there somewhere as well yeah yep so they um they came god I'm trying to think (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> mother brain. Um, Twenty thirteen, our son was was born. So yeah, um, and then my two little girls, twenty fifteen and twenty seventeen. So yeah. How's motherhood? Yeah, it's um, it's colourful. It's, <laughs> um, it's challenging, but um, yeah, I wouldn't change it for the world. It's, yeah, I've never done anything like it hardest it really is the hardest job i've ever had to do so yes yeah can relate there for yeah. sure <laughs> <laughs> yeah and um where was i going how was it working in the i guess public system uh, yeah it was um i i had a beautiful team of people that i worked with up there um the, the job itself, um, especially the DNA role, um, it was a lovely introduction to what I was trying to to achieve. Um, and look like any job, it, it certainly had its moments. Um, but yeah, it was um, challenging at times, but, but good. And was there, obviously, well... Tell us about your new thing first, and was there any particular reason why you wanted to like, make the jump from that kind of system to doing your own thing? Yeah, um, I think it's something that's always been in the back of my mind that I thought I would do one day, but I just I kept coming up against no one will want that service because it's free yeah. elsewhere, so why would you? And I kept headbutting that, that. Yeah. Yeah, for a long time, so... Uh, five years I think this has been in the back of my mind um, and then I think what pushed me was a girlfriend and I we attended a um, Tony Robbins seminar in 2018 and that man love him or hate him I think he's amazing yeah I love him too <laughs> yeah. I haven't actually done any of his work yet but I do want to yeah yeah I think um, what did you do so it was a five day um, five-day seminar down there with him and um just yeah 
just changed the way I look at life, the way I think. And had you followed him for a fair while prior to that? A little while, yeah. He's a little bit of my, um, yeah. my older man crush. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm pretty fond of him. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I just, I just think even where this man's come from and the battles that he's had to fight to get to the person that he is is, is incredible. Yeah. So... Um, and did he kind of help you break down that self-limiting belief of... 100%. Yeah. Yeah, yep, absolutely. And have, now you've made the jump and you've started, do you feel like um, you charging versus having a free service is stopping clients go to you? No. Yeah, it's crazy, <laughs> <No>. eh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it really is. And it, it is, it's just that mindset and maybe... Not from other people telling me I couldn't do it, just their assumptions too. That yeah, no, Becky, you're probably right. They probably won't want to, yeah, you know, pay for your service. So, um, yeah, but um, yeah, so that's what probably gave me the kick, the bit of a swift kick that I that I needed to follow through with it. So yeah, yeah. Um, and um, do you feel like like I feel like if people pay to like they're probably a lot more inclined to get a lot more out of it. Yeah, accountability's yeah. a bit different, I think, too. Like if I could just show up and do something for free, I'd probably only go half half, half ass. Yeah. But if I give up yeah. my pay, you know, like Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you hundred percent there. Yeah. And not that that's you know, not everyone is, is in a position to do that and thank goodness, you know, for services like beyond blue lifeline you know they're because i'm not a crisis service yeah they are so you know um it's great that you you do have that option as well if you're not in a position to pay for a service yeah yeah so like lifelines um if you're like it's dial any time yeah 100 percent. yeah yep 24 7 so yeah um yeah, I think it's been around for a little while too now, which is great. So, But they're all, you know, trained support workers on the other end that you're talking to as well. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And with, do you have like a specialty that you kind of, I guess, enjoy working with? I've got a few. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the areas that I do enjoy working with are... Um, anxiety, depression, trauma, um, body image dissatisfaction, which is a um, not so much a newbie, but it's it's one that I'm pretty passionate about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, they're probably, I don't know, I'll rattle it off four or five there, but yeah. yeah, they're probably the areas that I love Yeah. Yeah, working with. And what kind of steps do you kind of, well, say if I was to come in for, what does a session look like? Yeah. I guess there'd probably listeners who are probably like, sitting on the fence yeah because i imagine like you'd be similar to me like there's a lot of people who you know could do with your help in the gym and mm. that relation to where you'd have people that you know would could do with your help as well that haven't yeah. reached out kind of thing yeah. yeah 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 so um a typical session um is well obviously you, you walk in the door that's a pretty big thing <laughs> that's the that's hardest huge. thing with the anything yeah yeah or even just you know picking up the phone or you know sending me a message that's huge to do that and if anyone wants to what's the best way duck is an instagram message or something yeah. like that fine yeah yeah, yeah absolutely 
Um, I think like that's half the problem now too. Like to book most things, you got to make phone call, and that phone call can be quite hard. Yeah, eh, where, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is, it is. So I think you know people need to be a bit more. Um, I don't know what's the word. You know, gentle with themselves too, because that's that's huge. Yeah. Doing that. So. Um, yeah. So you know, make the appointment. Come come to my office. Um, and my office is set up so that there's there's no waiting room. That's one thing that I didn't really love about health was that you know you're sitting in a waiting room with all these other people. It's a small town. People know what I do. Yeah. You know, and that's part of breaking down the stigma as well. That you know this is okay. It's like waiting um, for your twelve week scan, yeah, isn't it? Everyone knows before. <laughs> it's a dead giveaway. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, so you walk directly into my office. There's there's no hanging around there or waiting. So um, yeah, we just sit down. We have a bit of a chat about um, you know just on consent. So with things like if I need to share their information with you know whatever other service might be helpful for them. Um, so I get their consent with that. Um, bit of a history um, background on. Um, what their family looks like uh, if that's relevant that might not be even relevant for them um and then it's up to them where they want to take it um they might have five different things happening for them so usually what i'll do with them is um you know we'll, we'll touch on all of those but we'll focus because i only have an hour and a half um with the first session we focus on what's you know standing out for them the most for right now so yeah. and then that's what the follow-up sessions are for to address the other ones so yeah um yeah and there's zero judgment i don't think there's much um that you could tell me that not would shock me but you know you'll get no judgment from me across the room whatever it is so yeah yeah, yeah. and i guess like it's just not spoken about very often like it's not do you reckon it, there'll be a time that it will... I feel like it's already kind of making a little switch, but there's still a long way yeah. to go. Yeah, there's definitely a long way to go, but you can see even, I think, from when I was, an let's say, adolescent, there's a shift happening. And it's so lovely to watch, finally, that, you know, it's... It's, it's something that doesn't make sense to me. I understand why there's stigma. I, I understand the history of it, but I... I don't understand why, you know, there's so much promotion around, um, you know, reaching out for help and normalising this and we're still struggling to do that, you know. Like I, I don't want my children or, you know, my friends' children to ever have to have that worry, you know, if they're unwell or they need help. I don't want that barrier to be there and that's why I think, you know, it's, so important that we all like i've said it's got to be a collective effort here we've all got to keep normalizing it for the next little people that have got to go through and you know possibly yeah, for sure. use our service at some point so yeah and what sort of things would would i be feeling if i was kind of thinking i needed to seek you out um so it might look like um, depending on you know your circumstance it might be that whatever it is that's going on 
is getting in the way of of you living the life that you want to live or be the person that you want to be so i mean that could that could be anything anxiety depression panic attacks anything like that if that's moving you away from you know the sort of person you want to be or from you living the life that you want then that sort of stuff counseling you know can help you with to to break down and look at that and give you skills because without the skills without a therapist giving you skills it's just talking therapy it's like talking to your mum or your dad or your friend you know um but sometimes we we need skills that we've never used before or we need to unlearn behaviors you know old behaviors that we've had for so long that aren't serving us anymore so yeah yeah it's really interesting once you dig a little deeper into that side of it the habits that we've just ingrained from our parents who have just ingrained from their parents and their parents yeah Ongoing. that we don't even realize no. until you sort no. of um i guess get made aware of it yeah 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 and they have habits that can go on for generations you yeah know? um but you do have a choice to unlearn them yeah 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 it's um <laughs> after they've made that first step what's the the kind of plan moving forward like you mentioned that follow-up sessions yeah yeah so depending on you know what what areas they want to work on and it depends what what's showing up for them at the time too that'll direct what sort of work um i do with them but um the type of therapy that i use which is acceptance and commitment therapy it's a it's a values-based um therapy so we look a lot at your values and what they because a lot of people don't even know what they are so how are you meant to live a life by your values if you're not sure what that even looks like for you yeah so, um so a lot of work's done how do you um, how do you find what your values are well i guess it comes back to you know you as a person and, and what sort of a person you want to be that's how you live by your values. Yeah. So whether that's, you know, a caring, honest, trustworthy person, there's, you know, there's hundreds of values yeah. out there. Um, but ultimately that's up to you to determine. You normally know what you don't want to be. That's yeah. a sort of a good spot to start, isn't it? Is, it? It's a great spot to start. Yeah. Yeah. Because, and often those values, so in therapy we talk about, um, you know, with your behaviours, you're doing one of two things you're either doing things to move towards the person that you want to be or live the life that you want to have or you're doing away moves which is you know the ones that aren't so helpful and they might be the values that that you need to look at at changing yeah yeah to help you do more of the the towards moves and how important is it like the people you hang around yeah that's (laughs) it's pretty important (laughs) It's um that's gonna have a major effect on your decision making and choices and yeah. But again, you know, I think um you also can't control other people's behaviours either, you know, but you can certainly act um act in accordance with your values a hundred percent every day. Yeah, so. it it's 
we just spoke about this before actually like it's you don't have to completely push them people away like mm-hmm. they can still somewhat be your friends but it can yeah. be you know what sort of time and what sort of you know environment that you spend that yeah it's um it's certainly friendship even with family it's it's with boundaries if yeah not serving you know and your family can somewhat be your worst enemy in some regards hey? and that doesn't mean that you go cut your family but it's just like becoming no. aware of yeah yeah that awareness having that awareness is huge um and again when you've got that then you can set healthy boundaries you know for that relationship whatever that may look like it's different for everyone but yeah you know boundaries boundaries are great i love boundaries <laughs> and uh I don't even know where I was going then. <laughs> and like, it's a kind of like it's a hard topic for me to talk to because like I've been fairly lucky up until this point, kind of thing that yeah, um, I haven't had too much um, problem. But I mean, I'm glad that I'm kind of equipped with the knowledge that I've I do now, so that I can, like I'm a lot more aware than what I ever used to be. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um. And yeah, I mean, knowledge, knowledge is great, isn't it? You know, um, it certainly helps. It, it certainly can steer you in the right, well, not even the right direction, the direction that you're trying to head. Um, but again, with knowledge, you know, it just depends what you do. Whether you can sit on it or you can, you know. And you can make the jump. Yeah. Like how, how long should you be, in, we all have a bad day and, you know, we've all had a bad week and we've all sometimes had a bad month. But how long yeah. should you, like, be, know you're feeling like shit, self-talk's bad before you maybe, like, it's worth reaching out? Yeah. Um, Everyone's different. Eh? Everyone is so different. And, and like I said before... It, if, if it's affecting, you know, your everyday life, if, if, if things are, you know, a struggle or you're noticing that, you know, there's loss of enjoyment with, with things that you used to have a love for, those sorts of things, they're good signs to indicate that maybe it might be time to have a chat to someone, your GP, you know, a friend, your mum, whoever, um, just to start the ball rolling, you know. Um, it's a, it's a worthy, um, well, I guess investment. I'm going to say probably not the right word, but you know, being the best version of yourself or living the life you want to live, like it's worth seeking, you know, help to to do that because you only live one life. Yeah, this is it. This <laughs> yeah, we don't get it. Well, I don't. I don't know. You know, like know you can happens, let it drag on for five yeah. years, or you can let it. You know, like yeah, yeah, that's it. It's um so why waste time, hey? Yeah. You know, and it is an investment, you know, whether like your health, you know. Yeah. The odd cliche, you can't <laughs> put a price on that. You you literally can't, you know, because without that, mental health, physical health. Well, that's they're, they're kind of two different, but they like they go yeah. hand in hand, don't they? Like that's physical it. health's nothing yeah. without mental health. That's it. That's it. They complement yeah. each other. So, um. So, yeah, I, I think it's an investment. You and know. how important do you, in your opinion, is, you know, exercise and eating good quality food? and Yeah, it's um, it's definitely got to be a priority for everything to work, doesn't it? You know, hand in hand, your physical, your psychological, your nutrition, all of that. Um, and, and getting the right help with 
with that too if you're not sure you know um because god how long can we play around with that for yeah until we get what works for us and i think that's why you know if things aren't heading the way that you need them to that you reach out for help whatever that looks like um to get you to where you're trying to get to yeah Oh, I know even just getting out in fresh air, like me personally, like if, you know, yeah. get you go out for a walk, you know, put something quality worth listening to in your ears. And yeah. Um, yeah. when you get back, it's amazing how it can be a shift in mindset. Oh, it changes your complete state or it can. Yeah. You know? What are some other tips you've got for changing your state? Oh, man. Um... Like what are some things you could maybe look at, I guess, to try and give it a good go yourself, you know? Like, if you eat, you know, if you're eating good, if you're doing a bit of movement, you're getting out in nature somewhat. Yeah. Um, I think all of that, all of that's really important. Um, but I, I think too, also, just even becoming aware that, that, that you can change your state, that you, because so many of us just sit you know and just meander through life in in this same whatever that state looks like for you um and even you know if you get to a point of even you know feeling anxious or or you're overwhelmed because you're in this same state all the time even just breaking it down you know just breathe and slow down um yeah um because we live in a society where, you know, even being busy is so, uh, I don't even know what the word that I'm looking for is, um, glorified, yeah. I suppose. And sometimes I think we just need to just kick it back a gear and just, you know, be present and ground yourself and, you know, just have a look at what's going on for you and why you might be feeling like that. Because when you're overwhelmed like that, you've, you've got 101 things going through your head. It's hard to focus on, you know, just the one. And how important sleeping amongst all this? Really, really, really yeah. important. Yeah, yeah. And again, that looks different for everyone. Some people, you know, they can kick off on six and a half hours. Um, for me personally, it's got to be at least seven. Um, and I don't do that very well at the moment. And that's because of, you know, my beautiful babies. They... Yeah, like I'm a, <laughs> I'm a seven and a half, I yeah. reckon, or more, yeah. but I don't get it. Like yeah. I'm, a, I'm a six at the moment. It's... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's is i don't know it's one of those things it's it's a work in progress i think um and it'll change again but yeah but sleep's so important for your mindset yeah. yeah yeah any other things that can you know well i guess like alcohol's one like we how does that yeah. how does that fit in yeah yeah i mean i don't alcohol is is there to be enjoyed 100 percent. i don't yeah. think it's a bad thing um, it's not made for a band-aid though yeah no 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 and yeah i mean if it's a constant in your life and again it comes back to that how's it serving you is it is it working for you and if it's not then it's something that you know needs to be addressed so and that's with anything you know that's not just alcohol it's you know drugs emotional eating self-harm you know everyone deals with with um you know challenging situations differently so and it looks very different for everyone so and 
like I probably found personally, I was using alcohol as a bit of escapism. Yeah, yeah. But you can see how though, because it serves a short term purpose for you, doesn't it? <laughs> Not no. much of a purpose the next day, is <laughs> no. it? <laughs> no, but you know, if if there's a reward in your behaviour, whether it's whether it serves you or not, until there's a big enough hiccup, you won't change it. So, you know, yeah. One uh, thing I read on your Instagram was how do we live a rich and fulfilled, meaningful life when unpleasant thoughts keep popping up? Yeah. So, <laughs> that one... I really like it. Yeah, yeah. It's... um. So that's a skill that, that um, well, I mean, some counsellors would teach it a different way. I um, teach it from a perspective of um, acceptance and commitment therapy. So with that, um, you know, if you're having unhelpful thoughts, a way to address them in therapy is that you use a skill called unhooking and diffusion. So... Um, there's a, there's a doctor, Dr. Russ uh, Harris, who, who does this beautifully, and that's who I've done my training under with him. Um, and he's on YouTube, so look him up. He's, he's quite a character. Um, yeah, so you're, you're unhooking um, from your thoughts. So you're noticing them, naming them, um, and grounding yourself when they pop up. So um, it's just a beautiful way to take, you know, the power out of them and the sting out of them and the purpose of it is when you do that you can then get on with the good stuff so the person that you're trying to be which comes back to your values so living you know in accordance with your values yeah what um what's i guess what's your vision my business yes um i would love to be able to reach people on a bigger scale eventually yeah yeah um i love the one-on-one stuff um but yeah i would really love to to be whether that's you know through workshops or courses i love being face to face you can only have so much impact one-on-one though can't you yeah i i definitely um there's definitely room for it and it definitely suits you know people um especially when you've got quite personal things going on for you um because again every every person's situation is different but but yeah workshops and things like that you know um what i'm hoping to get to one day yeah what uh, what are some what are some tips that you've got for bringing up kids, mother of three? <laughs> How do you make them young, resilient uh, characters? Yeah, definitely <laughs> self care. I think when you're a parent, and I know that's so. How cliche. important is that? Oh. Do you think like having like a hobby or something for yourself? yeah you gotta you gotta have you've gotta have an outlet and you know you don't even have to be passionate about it but you've got to have something 
to go to and you have to drop this narrative with yourself that you know a, a good mother or a good father looks like this no one fucking knows what it looks like we're all flying by the seat of our pants so you what literally you, want. you know like yeah that yeah i think just just go easy on yourself is this first tip i'm gonna say yeah you know because there's you know there's no right way or wrong way there's just your way you know and you know what's best then, for your kids then none of them are the same either are they like just none because it them. worked for you doesn't no. mean it's a, you know somewhat like no and and what it looks like you know the picture that you had in your head might not be what's panning out and that's okay too you know um and it goes for you know people that think oh i don't want to be like my mum. i don't want to be like my dad was and and that's all right too you, you know you don't have to be but but you know you're well within your right to to parent how you think's best for for your kids yeah you know yeah and um and every day is different man and colorful and I don't know, I've never felt so many emotions yeah. in my life. It's a roller coaster. But um but yeah. It's a cra it's a crazy time. It's a crazy like. Yeah. Yeah. Um there's no words to describe it until you're right in the guts of it, is it? Even you just know? like some of the things that I thought I would feed my kids or not let my kids have or you know <laughs> what I mean? Like it just changes yeah. when you're in the shoes, isn't it? Yeah. I've oh, come across yeah. this quote that I love that's um like when you're a kid you eat like a kid when you're an adult you eat like an adult yeah. and I was like oh that's you know that I sense. need to have like... <laughs> yeah even what they wear man. Yeah. you know like my girls go out and all sorts of crazy shit like very yeah dresses and gum boots and you know I mean I walked into preschool the other day with a frozen sticker on my ass <laughs> you know like I don't, I don't know like, I could have walked around with that all day <laughs> Thankfully, one of the mums pointed it out. So, you know, just it is what it is. Yeah. It just, it's literally one day at a time. Yeah. So, yeah. That was good. Let's, so, like, my little takeaways were is how's that serving you? It's kind of like a big one with anything that you're doing, I guess. Like, is it serving you in a positive or a a negative way or just just anything in general no no i'm sort of wrapping up the podcast just that was one little takeaway i had that you said is how is that serving you yeah 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 the workability of it how yeah yeah is is it working for you and if it's not then you need to maybe have a look at that and see what needs to change yeah yeah and then uh, like becoming the person you want to be or what does the person you want to be look like or yeah. And then your values, like what are your values? I guess what are some values you don't want to uphold and yeah. what, are, what do yeah. you? Yeah, and sometimes that's it. Because sometimes in values, I know, it's like values and goals, which are completely different. But I know it sounds boring, but it's a really important aspect of your life to identify personally, I think, so you know where you're heading. It's a hard realising fact too, though, isn't it, that, you know, no one's coming to save you somewhat like you're in control of your your boat like yeah you're yeah you're steering this nobody yeah. else yeah, yeah yeah absolutely and uh hopefully i guess this little conversation somewhat might i don't know if it gets one person then it's well worth the chat it but, was wor- yeah, yeah yeah absolutely it was worth 
the anxiety. (laughs) (laughs) And the lack of sleep. Is there anything that you wanted to touch on that we didn't touch on? I don't think so. Like you can break it all down and all of that, but pretty much like what I was, like what my vision was is just like, you know, what does it look like for anyone who's like, knows they probably should seek it out. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But it's kind of like unsure, not sure of the process. What does it even look like when I yeah. get there? Am I stuck in it? You yeah. know, like, yeah, absolutely. I don't know if I even need to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What would you say to actually someone that's like, you know, knows they're probably not feeling the best, but they're like, oh, like, I'll be sweet. I, I don't know if I, if I need to. Like, there's no harm in reaching out, having a chat. Hey, go have. No, and that doesn't have to be, that doesn't even have to be a health professional. Yeah. It doesn't even have to be your GP. It just needs to be to someone that will love and support you. Someone yeah. that you trust. Yeah, definitely. If, if it was me personally, I would kind of probably feel better off talking to someone else than someone closer yeah. to me because it's a, it's a it's hard conversation to bring up. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, I wish it wasn't. Yeah. But... Um, but it is because it's a hard, it's a hard thing to do, and I, I, I totally get that. Um, but you know, even if you, you know, try not to make it bigger than Ben Hur and catastrophize it, and just that can that's your first step is just talking to someone, anyone, yeah, about what's going on, and then we take the next step up after that. Yeah, I mean, don't even worry about the next step for now. No. Hey, just worry about the first right one. Now. Yeah. yeah, right now, absolutely. And even if it's you know going through, well, I've got to pick up the phone. Well, that's your first step. Yeah. Picked it up. Now you got to, you know. It's pretty easy to send the a message now. Hey, <laughs> yeah. like even just send the message and it's easier. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's it. So, yeah. Let's uh, jump into a few questions I have for all my guests to finish up. Best piece of advice you've ever been given. Oh, 100% that comes back to slow down. Yeah. Slow down and break it down. Um, you know, 30 minutes at a time some days. Yeah. Um, yeah. Easier said than done, I know. But, um, yeah, when you're overwhelmed and with just life in general, it's, it's, yeah, to slow down and please reach out and, and speak to someone that loves and cares for you if you are feeling like that. Yeah. Yeah. What's your definition of success? Uh-huh. For right now, it's, it's, it's having the freedom to, um, to work the way that I, that I want to work, the hours that I want to work. So that, you know, I can be with my family when I want to be. My kids are only still so little. Um, and, you know, there's, there's times when I wish they would, would grow up. <laughs> but, um, I don't want to miss that yeah. either. You know, I want to be a part of that. And, and you know, this whole, you know, working and, and, and parenting, it's, you know, it's hectic. It's hard, eh? It's really hard. Yeah. Yeah. And that's okay. That's all right. It's just the way it is for now. So, um, but yeah, definitely determ- determining, you know, um, when I go into work and, and the hours I work. And yeah. yeah. So, it, you know, it meets, meets their needs too. Yeah. So, 
Um, and the, uh, and the other thing is is watching clients grow. Like that's an absolute privilege to yeah. sit there and, and watch that that shift happen, even in their thinking. You know the way that they think about themselves. That's huge. It must be amazing to see someone walk in. Like I imagine when they walk in, they're probably pretty deflated. They probably yeah. feel like they're at rock bottom and. Yeah. You know, seeing them continually, you know, take that step and then be carrying themselves in and, you know, bouncing out kind of. It's amazing. And even, you know, just... Well, you're really giving them their life back. Yeah, and but but helping them do that, you know, like that's them doing that You're giving them the tools. Yeah, yeah. And even, you know, in some sessions you'll just, you'll see clients, they'll come and they'll sit and they'll, they'll just talk say what they need to and you just even physically you can see that like their shoulders it just it drops it's it's amazing to watch not all the time but when it does happen i just think this is why i do this yeah it's yeah yeah do you think um do you think that bit of bullying in high school maybe led you to down this path somewhat yeah it it could have um I think uh, in that I, I had a pretty colourful childhood yeah. too. So um, I don't remember a, a time when I thought I, I want to help people. Be slower, I just, yeah. I just, yeah, I, I couldn't. Um, honestly, I, I can't imagine not doing it in some capacity. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Where do you want to be in five years? Um I think just still doing what I'm doing, but just on a bigger scale. Yeah. Yeah. So just reaching more, more people, more of you know our community and surrounding community. So, like I said before, sort of you know through workshops and and yeah. things like that. Yeah. Um, cool. That'd be awesome to be able to do that. Yeah. So, yeah. Do you have a favourite quote? Um, I've got a few, um, but. One of my favourites. Give us a couple if you've got them. Oh, yeah, I'm going to think of them now. Mental <laughs> blank. Um, this too shall pass is probably one of my favourites. Someone else has said that, actually. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I think, um, yeah, life's, life's a roller coaster. Yeah. Right? It's a bit like our emotions. You know, you're never going to have the same day twice, essentially, are yeah. you? So, but yeah, um, that's probably one one of my favorites yeah 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 if anyone's got any questions what's the best way to find you yeah so on um instagram under building empowered communities um so you can dm me on there um or at beckwattcounseling at gmail.com sweet thank you thank you thanks for having me i'm sick of us not doing this right that's why i think i've gotten you from my life no more I'm sick of us not doing this right That's why I think I'm cutting you from my life No more Wasted energy spending the pace For every hour I wait I need an escape to center me And I don't mean to make a rush for the door But time's a currency I'm currently poor I'll be leaving it soon I don't mean to be rude But this scene ain't for me Like your mom's seeing your news Thanks for listening guys. If you like this episode and you think someone could get something out of it, take a screenshot, pop it on your Instagram story and tag Logan Thorpe and Logan Thorpe Fitness. Uh, Really excited for what's ahead with the podcast, uh, but till next time.